0: To the Making Laps Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co host and brother, Jesse Gleason. Good evening. And with us on the line again is certified Florida man, Phil Jakes. Where do you keep finding these?
1: What the entire sweaty fuck?
0: Man, I don't know how we haven't run out of these yet. I really don't. My brain
1: hurts <laughs> trying to process this.
0: I guarantee you, I, I oh it's ended, I guarantee you all the people who st- try us out for the first time are like, what the hell is this? And they just turn it off the second they hear that song come on. Uh, I guarantee you. No
1: <laughs> idea what's going on.
0: This show isn't a choir taste. Anyways. I yes,
1: I'm, I'm here. Liver. And I'm tortured every fucking week.
0: Yeah, um, for the backstory, <laughs> for anybody who's never actually heard our show and is listening for the first time, we play that song. Every single time for Phil, because he used to live up here, up in Connecticut, Massachusetts area, and he used to come down and actually be in studio for the shows. And then he moved to Florida.
1: Like Jerk. a smart person.
0: So for like 100 episodes, we've played this song every single time. We have <laughs> not deviated. We this have to suck the whole time. <laughs> this is gonna
2: suck explain to this every week if you're gonna do that. I'm not
0: doing it every week. I'm just linger longer. If
1: people just pin it. the post on Twitter. Oh.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. We don't have Twitter. That was a first season joke anyway, I think.
2: Brett has Twitter.
0: I have it. Uh you can get those details later because I don't care to give that out now. But um Yeah, so, listen
1: until later.
0: Right. So we usually start the episode off with personal updates. Now, racing season is fast approaching up north. It never really ends in Florida, but anyway, because um, we have this season called Winter, and it sucks, so we can't race in it unless you race snowmobiles or something stupid. Uh, we so,
1: probably should race in the winter instead of during the summer here. Yeah. I I we bet you it's missed really not probably that bad. 60 to 70 percent of our races down here due to the rain
0: and you probably have weather like we have in the springtime oh yeah it's like oh no it's 50 degrees at night oh no
1: well except the couple of mornings this year got into the teens that was weird oh yeah
0: that is weird for florida that's like unheard of it's all it's global warming Um uh, so yes. um
1: anyway racing
0: yeah personal updates um I wasn't going to mention it, but uh, I was working on Jesse's car yesterday to get that thing ready for uh, the New Hampshire race. I believe it's the New Northeast Classic. Yeah, I better get time off or I'm going to strike. <laughs> and, um, yeah, or else I'm driving it or something.
2: There you go. Good <laughs> enough. I'll my, fly my ass up there.
0: It's my old seat. Why not? Get, um, in, get it done. Anyway, um, so we were getting that car ready, and it's still basically the same as the last time we brought it up to New Hampshire Motor Speedway because we did the exact same race last year and essentially just kind of parked the car because budget and uh, time. So I got it back running again, and I had it running in the shop for a while, and uh, I did some work to it, and I, you know, a lot got done. Let's just say that. But the problem is, is that after about I've no, I've mentioned it on the show, but after over 20 years of working on race cars, it's becoming apparent that it's starting to cause problems. And uh, I've never noticed it before, but I have in the last few years where if I get exposed to any sort of hello, uh, <laughs> that wasn't on purpose, by the way. Sorry, Sorry everyone. Everyone. about that. If I get exposed to, like, carbon monoxide, um, it physically affects me bad now. Um, Like, this morning, I had the car running. I was checking timing. I was looking for leaks. I had the garage doors open. I had fans on. I had everything to ventilate. And I woke up this—well, I should say I didn't really wake up this morning. I did not sleep because I had a migraine and I felt sick to my stomach. I had—basically, I had uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, so— I'm not young and virile anymore. I can't just fight it off like you're I used old. to. <laughs> and like I said, twenty plus years of working on race cars, it's starting to take its toll. And old. I do want to give a big shout out to our. You're so mo- <laughs> you're almost dead, dude. I know, right? I'm just wearing out. Um, I want to give a shout out to our tech staff because they wrote a rule in the book last year where we could at the have the exhaust pipes exit out the side of the car instead of underneath. And that really cut down a lot on uh, uh, CO2 inside the cabin. It's not swirling around under the car anymore and making its way in. And I've noticed that greatly. Like since we implemented that rule, I don't have carbon monoxide headaches, and and the the effects are much less. So it's been really good. But man, it's. Like, this morning I woke up and said, I don't know how much longer I can keep doing this. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be in racing if I have a, a migraine headache that debilitates me for the entire day. The well,
1: day look what after, happened to Rick Mast.
0: Yeah, Rick Mast and all these other old guys, they, did, they couldn't race anymore because they were exposed to it for so long. And, like, it affected them negatively. So, I mean, they're finally coming out and talking about it. But, God, my day was not great. I decided, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go outside and wash my Crown Vic and try to get some fresh air. And even, like, washing a car gently and just kind of enjoying the outdoors and the sunshine, I was, like, huffing and puffing. I couldn't breathe. I had to sit down. I'm like, Jesus, what the hell happened to me? The you sun know?
1: finally came out there?
0: It was out today. It was almost really? It was like 50-something degrees, 58, something like that. It's
2: the first time you've seen it since what, November?
0: No, nah, that day it was 70 I saw it, and I had no idea what to do.
2: I took my motorcycle out. That needed to be run.
0: Yeah, it does need to <laughs> <So>. <laughs> six months of sitting in a sh- in the basement or whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh I, I still have to I'm still waiting on a few uh sponsor checks to come in from uh some partners who are coming on board this year and I can't really do a heck of a lot without them. So my car is just kinda of still sitting. It's not there's not a lot that really needs to be done, but I really would like to yeah. finalize those sponsors. And get their names on the car in ample enough time to make it to the track. I don't want it to be a last-minute thing. I also want to get a few, you know, parts and tools and um, tires and junk before I go. But that's pretty much my personal update. Uh, let's see, who wants to go next?
1: <laughs> I don't really have anything.
0: You've been working on your car though.
1: Yeah, just steady progress getting it back together. Nothing, nothing crazy.
0: Building the rear end yourself. <laughs>
1: nothing crazy <laughs> <laughs> seriously though i'm actually shocked how simple the quick change was to put together i don't if like i can it. put it together anybody can
0: i don't like it i really don't if you if you can't check the lash with a gauge or a, a micrometer or whatever you put on there a dial gate dial indicator i don't know i build rears sure- and i have the tools i just don't know what they're called <laughs> because carbon monoxide i'm sure there's my a brain. way to do
1: it on those but Glenn, that was helping me. He's done probably five hundred, six hundred of them, and he just walked over and he's like, "Yep, you got it. You're good."
0: That's either a good thing or a bad thing because <laughs> that number is I pretty big.
1: I, I, I know built a lot five, six hundred rear ends. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of them that are still in use. So
0: I was gonna say I built five, six hundred rear ends. It's like, holy cow, uh, is that good or bad? Because do they just blow up and you just build it again, or what? Well, know.
1: he he owns Webster race cars, so he does a lot of other people's stuff here too.
0: Makes sense. So, Jesse's updates are exactly the same as mine, I assume. This year Garth finally got fused. that's an update. There's an update. Yep. <laughs> so, um yeah, we're looking forward to it. We got a couple more weeks left before I go to the icebreaker at Thompson. Uh, hopefully my banquet request form goes through because I sent it out a little late and hopefully I get banquet tickets. Uh, but anyway, uh, we have an email. I was expecting a sound, but nothing came. So.
1: I'm just shocked. Oh Someone listens. <laughs> or is it Ryan Waterman? Cause I'm pretty no, sure. No, it's not Ryan this that. time. Well, him and Mitch bombard.
0: Oh, uh, Mitch did get to me, and he said that the remember we went through the schedule for the speed bowl. Yeah. He said that the the reason the Wednesday guys don't have as much races is because they. Gave them the day off when Thompson's running, and he had put it in the um, press release, which we Makes didn't, sense. which we didn't read. So yeah, that, I are dumb. Yeah, that's on us. So <laughs> sorry. Anyway, we're stupid. Yep. So anyway, email time. We got an email. He didn't sign it, but I, his name is Jeffrey Bileski anyway, because it says so Wait, on before, his email address.
1: Before you start, <laughs> Jesse, you need to find. This is going to be the most obnoxious thing for the listeners. Go find the blues clues. We just got a letter song. Oh,
0: uh, do we have to do that? I see that <laughs> crap on TikTok so often of people who, who play <laughs> play being hardo. Like, oh, the Russia <laughs> Ukraine war just came on, and then they play Fortunate Son by CCR. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, <laughs> stupid TikTok. It's my, go on. It's great for um, time wasting. No, that's the. I think that's the regular song. Let's sing your favorite birthday song. Will you sing it with us? That's the best I could do with the time I have. I think you could just scroll down to find it, but whatever. We'll Let's nah. not. What, no, Let's okay.
2: not. How about no?
0: <laughs> anyway, all right. This is from Jeffrey Bieles- Bieleski. I'm sorry if I butcher your name. I have no sleep. Uh, anyway, he says...
2: Do we need this FM dashboard? No, we don't. Okay, goodbye.
0: Good. All right, he says, firstly, okay, please keep up the weekly podcasts. Uh, if I remember correctly, first episode of the new year, you boys mentioned that it may not be a weekly thing moving forward. Well, to be fair, that was, uh, we were thinking, uh, you know, maybe we'll start it up early before the racing season starts. But we ended up going, you know, weekly anyway, because we can't stop talking. You suck, you jackass. So it says, glad to listen to you guys weekly so far. That being said, I have a submission for the panel with a little focus on Jesse because he may get the reference better than Phil or Brent. Which me, that hurts. But um...
2: why me? Brent's practically a twin. <laughs> but okay, cool. I yeah. think they just called. He just called Jesse old. Maybe.
0: Well, no, I think it's a. a it could be subject. old. It could be
2: degenerate. It could be way other things. But, I think it's know, a that's subject okay. reference. All right. Okay. <laughs> it's all
0: right. So Jesse. Yes, sir. What is a bigger flop? Okay the Boston Bruins 2015 first round draft class or the early to mid two thousands Thompson modified experiment in the words of Kevin McAllister from home alone one buzz your girlfriend woof keep the content rolling gentlemen cordially a weekly listener which I already gave his name away so thanks Jeff
2: oh boy um...
0: and like I said I will read everything you people send or um, decide to use like the voicemails or whatever, or hit me up with DMs on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So I will read it. You just got to send it.
2: Well, let's see. That's a great, th- that's really a tough one to call because the 2015 draft class wasn't that great, although they did sign Jake DeBrust to a new four-year deal, like literally today, a couple hours ago.
0: So how many did they draft out of 2015? It was like it
2: three. Three? Three, yeah. But the hockey's weird like that. They can sign people right out of uh, freshman high school.
0: Yeah, and they can put them right so, in Providence or another feeder league, like a senior. Yeah, you could team literally sign like freshmen or whatever the hell type of teams they have. in and weird range. ass Canadians. They leave the
2: log cabin and and go play the hockey. Yeah, you know. And
0: I forgot the classes of hockey when you're in juniors. Whatever it is. I used to be a freaking Zamboni driver, and I don't even remember all these things. Well, you
2: weren't a ref or a player. so That's true,
0: <laughs> but I do pick up a lot, I know, and I freaking play hockey. You're not Canadian enough for that. Yeah, I'm so. really not Canadian enough for that. So.
2: But then again, the Thompson Modifieds, yeah, woof.
1: We're a
0: fucking abomination.
2: Woof. That is, That should have been a warning sign to what the crate motors and the crate chassis division were. Mm-hmm. Because... Man, talk about snooze fest! All that wasted time and money to go single file, and they did start off with a lot of cars too. Mm. And boys, they
0: were essentially the same thing as uh, uh, pass mods. I want to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, pass
2: mods, pass mods. I think they're still going on. And are they though? I, I think <laughs> they are. Yeah,
1: they can I think they came to either Seekonk. Yeah, they came to Seekonk last year at some point, and they had a pretty good, like fifteen, sixteen cars, I believe. Hmm.
2: Yeah, they used to. They did start off with a lot of cars, and then they went single file, real quick. Oh
1: you know my, what I want to know the ugh. most about that that division because I don't know what the rules were back then. What was the shock rule?
0: I don't remember because it was so long ago. I, I don't think it really
2: mattered because there was just no passing going on. Nothing happened. It was
0: unless you were Brian Sullivan, nobody passed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Brian Brian Sullivan or Glenn Boss was in it, and that was the only Brian two guys. Brian Tagg liked. was in it. Brian um, Tagg did well. I, I only John ask Malinsky about the it. shocks yeah,
1: because I try and compare it mentally to the Wheelman series, knowing like Brent and I talked earlier today, I started 26th in a 26-car field a couple months ago in a spec shock, spec motor division, and ran up to 12th. That was eighth at once, one point in a field that separated by a half second. So, if you start getting those cars like really, really close together, it's definitely hard to pass, but you can.
2: Yeah, if you use the guy up and kill him, that's a, that's yeah. the only way you're going to do it. It's, the only
1: it's, thing I used up was the right side on the wall. Oh,
2: um, that's what the warning sign is because you're going to see late models are kind of the same way, and especially. The SK lights at Thompson are really close to being. I will like be that fair though.
0: The SK lights have been putting on some pretty interesting races. There's not a lot of them, but at the Waterford races for and the lead, Thompson, they're, they're
2: better. But at I mean Waterford and Stafford, they're better. Excuse me, not Waterford top, but at Thompson, they can get to be single file, and you have to nerf the guy and almost wreck everything in order to pass the people up yeah, there. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's a warning sign for, dare I say spec engine and a spec chassis and well hold
1: on because i'm going to make an interesting comparison for you
2: is it this no the,
0: the... it's so, back i will i will partially agree <laughs> with
1: you on the crate motor thing one aspect of it okay sk lights sk lights i love donny rad i don't know who ta is really Don't tell me there's not games being played somewhere. I don't think it's the engine builders themselves. I think it's people finding a way to cheat those motors up.
0: There has to be. There was a
1: big something about that problem with the the Thompson mods when that was all going on.
0: At the initial start, yeah. I mean, um, I know they had 603 crates or the ZZ4, which was essentially the equivalent. Um,
1: I don't I don't think you should ever, ever be able to open up those Cray motors ever for any reason. If you want to refresh it, throw it in the trash. Go buy a new one. They're cheap enough.
0: Not anymore. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, they're still cheaper than a, a solid built motor. What What's Al Stone paying for those big motors? They're probably 10, 12 grand, I'd assume.
0: It's five digits now, or it used to be a few years ago. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. So, but I mean, those are built by craftsmen, not
2: assembly lines. They are nice. Cheap over, and cheap out of the country labor. Well, they're
0: back in country now, but cheap labor.
2: Whatever. It (laughs) might as well be the same thing. Anyway. No. No. He you get what you paid for with those. You don't have to tear it. I just don't think you can fully
1: blame it on Cray Motors and Spec. Because I mean those weren't spec chassis either. Those were
2: Walmart chassis. Yeah, they're a Walmart chassis. They're essentially the same.
1: They were stock
0: clip cars. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was probably the bigger failure and I've always tooted that horn. I've always said they were pretty much terrible.
1: They were freaking atrocious to watch. Oh, was... I remember one good night between Jay Sundeen, John Lewinsky, low and Brian tag. And that's, they were battling for the lead. I think Lewinsky got wrecked and tag somehow won after beating doors with Sundeen. It's literally the only race I remember. And I watched him for four years.
0: Yeah, I watched them the whole time, so (laughs) I was there the whole time. So, all right, we should probably move on from that, because at this point we're just beating a dead horse. (laughs) The horse is hurting. Uh, So, we should go into, because there's absolutely nothing going on locally, at least. I know in Florida there's some stuff going on, but if you're not subscribing to, uh, I was going to say Flow Racing, because they're not paying me in it, though, so... I don't know if I want to say them again, um, but if you're not Flow or racing America, yeah, if you're not on Speed Fifty One, which is Racing America or Flow Racing or whatever, you're not you. You can't catch a lot of this stuff. So, uh, well, you,
1: I, I, will say that you can usually watch a lot of Florida racing for free on Sunshine State Racing on their Facebook page.
0: Yeah, it's just you know the lady has one camera and
1: it, yeah, know. it's amateur level video, but it's yeah. I mean it's at, at least they, it's not Shake Cam.
0: Yeah, I mean you're covering racing, but there's I mean I'm sorry, there's just nothing going on. What am I going to talk about? I think we're having a replay. Don't of we have last another? Week.
2: Qu- don't we have another question?
0: Nah, we don't really have another question. We had a submission for uh, Darf Comment of the Week, but oh yeah, I will get to that eventually. So I think can- the only
1: thing really going on right now is Bristol, the Dirt Nationals.
0: Yeah, they got a couple weeks of that, and then they got the cup race and or NASCAR races, I should say, right? Yeah, is Xfinity doing that? Or are they just skipping that altogether? Because they do. I'm pretty a lot. sure they're there. I don't remember the last. I don't remember Xfinity even running on dirt ever. I could be I completely don't wrong, I, but I think no, they're completely they, wrong.
1: Yeah, I'd, they ran Knoxville last year. Xfinity, I believe they did.
0: Could have sworn the trucks oh, did, or
1: was that only the trucks?
0: Uh, I thought the trucks did the dirt stuff.
1: I don't know. I sp- I spend most of my Saturdays at real short tracks, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't watch the Saturday shit. I put it out on Sunday as background noise most of the so time.
0: Is Bristol the short track super speedway?
1: Oh good lord. <laughs> you can run there wide open on iRacing because that means everything.
0: <laughs> That's kind I of I can't
1: a- wait. I can't wait to watch Cletus up there. That's gonna be the most fun for the whole week.
0: Yeah, and his coverage is going to be really good, too. Uh, there, do they have Bristol Dirt Nationals on some kind of streaming service?
1: I think it's on XRTV Plus or something oh, but, like that. But, but... I looked it up earlier. It's thirty nine ninety nine a month. Who the hell are I mean, they? It, I don't know. It's some, apparently some bigger streaming service, kind of like Flow Racing, but only for, like, dirt.
0: You mean, like, Dirt Vision?
1: No, uh, <laughs> big, bigger, bigger than Dirt Vision because uh-huh. they actually have a TV app.
0: Oh. I, I don't, don't know. know. Okay. I mean <laughs> I don't have dirt vision
1: anymore. I got rid of it. I got bored with it.
0: I don't know. Uh yeah. I don't pay for a lot. So I get I didn't pay for dirt vision either. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you don't usually pay for anything, so um
1: I play I pay for flow.
0: What did happen could... was I know they ran a big super late model race at Hickory Motor Speedway. And yes. William Byron went and moonlighted there on Saturday night and he ended up winning. So I know we've seen him in a uh, few super late model races this year. Didn't he yeah, pick he up a at win at Smyrna. Yeah, he didn't he pick up a win at Speedweeks.
1: He he got two wins back to back nights. He uh, won, one I think just a regular 75 lapper and then he won the Orange Blossom 100. He actually beat Priest out for the win in the Orange Blossom.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh I- don't know when Ryan's racing next, but I think he was a little bit busy racing in the Truck Series race, which I'll get to right about now, actually. So, NASCAR came back to Atlanta this weekend, and Atlanta had been reconfigured, and I hadn't seen, like, anything. I mean, I've seen a few pictures, but it never really told a story. Like, if you get in the in-car camera of one of these cars when they're going around the track, then you can actually figure out what's different. Especially, like, us who run i racing and our sim racing stuff all the way back to like NASCAR 2003. right.
2: right. The, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you're you're right. They're not racing on on Bristol dirt. I didn't think
0: Xfinity nope. was racing on Bristol dirt.
2: Nope. Trucks and NASCAR.
0: Is Arca running it? Mm, don't think so. No, because Arca's they run not. that. They run the Springfield Mile or something like that, don't they? Yeah, they run those. That's not. cool. I like watching that race. Yeah. That's going to be on I'm just... flow at some point, which is going to be awesome.
1: I just can't wait for the Dirt Super
2: Race.
0: Yeah, I just wish I could watch it, but I'm not paying for another freaking streaming service. There's about 50 racing streaming services now, I swear to God. Well, I I don't know if you have to pay for the whole year, don't you? I don't know.
1: Just pay for a month.
0: Yeah, but then... Pay for a month, and
1: you get two entire weeks of racing every single night.
0: Right, but then you forget about it, and then it recurs, and you're not watching it, and you're wasting $35 more on it. It's like Peacock. Oh, I I usually just
1: sign up and then instantly cancel
0: and they're like oh well you already paid oh
1: you have yeah you have 30 days left in your subscription i'm like good i won't forget now
0: (laughs) that's actually a really good idea consumer because i will forget excellent consumer advice brought to you by phil thank you phil
1: once in a while i have a good idea
0: (laughs) i didn't think of that all right so we got to see the atlanta track for the first time it was well it looked fairly similar um it looks like charlotte It looks a lot like Charlotte. It didn't look that much different. It didn't look much more different than what Atlanta used to be. They It's
1: exactly as wide as Charlotte. It is? Yes.
0: Ah, okay. So it looks more like Charlotte then.
1: When people were all up in arms, oh, they're narrowing it. It's fucking Charlotte with more banking.
0: I'll be honest with you. I took a rental car around Charlotte, and uh, it's really narrow. I'm like, these guys go how fast here? I'm like, they can't even fit two cars wide. Jesus. Yeah,
1: that place is crazy narrow. but
0: It was nuts like, to see it years. in person. It was crazy. Um, but anyway. yeah, I think they,
1: back to Ryan Newman when he set the track record there back in, I think, 06 or something. That fast, god damn, listen to that thing come off into the corner.
0: Oh, that thing running about 9,500 RPM screaming. <laughs> with, oh, that was amazing. Nothing
1: <laughs> sounded better than those.
0: So, yeah, we got to see the track. Uh, it looks like what they did was they narrowed it. They brought the banking up a few degrees to 28, I believe. So it's got fresh yep. asphalt, 28 degrees of banking, and they really smoothed off the transitions for the banking. Like when you come off of turn four, you don't kind of like slam down into the track, into the trioval, and then run a flat tri-oval and then b- bomb off into banking again. It's more like a roller coaster. It's really smooth. It's got really... You know, very light transitions. It's essentially built for maintaining momentum and speed and not upsetting the car as much. So that's what yeah. I took away from it. Um, other than that, I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into the racing, how it worked out. Uh, so they had the Truck Series first. And Corey Heim picked up his first Truck Series win. Uh, I just wanted to, I wrote my notes here. I said, congrats to SMI on transforming a track that used to race well into a track that races exactly like how the old cup cars were. In a line, impossible to create runs on their own, and drafting was the name of the game. We'll get into that later. So (laughs) you took the old cup cars, got rid of them so that they would race better, and then put them on a track where they couldn't race anymore. (laughs) So anyway, no, that's the truck race we're talking about here. So anyway, Ryan Priest was in this race. Uh, He was in top 10 all race. You know, to me, it looked like his truck just wouldn't go. It looked like it was down a cylinder. It looked like it was tight.
1: Yeah, it looked bound up, really bound up.
0: It just looked like he could not stay with them even in line. Like, it just wouldn't go. You know when a race car just doesn't go, and it's the most frustrating thing to drive ever? I Bush
2: trucks had like 15 more horsepower, too.
0: Oh, it sounded like it, too. Um, The truck series race, I don't recall that one really being too much of a shit show, though. Uh, I think they saved that for Saturday and then Sunday to overdo themselves. So uh, I know there was a couple little incidents, but nothing really worth mentioning. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole race. A couple little tangles here and there, but nothing really major. Uh, So after that, I think we'll just move on here, try to keep this episode short. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, we'll, we got another hour to go, Brent.
0: Oh, we got another hour left. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, we still have a lot of stuff to cover here, anyway. So.
2: Well, yay, more meaningless stuff to babble about. Go Correct. Ahead. Well, we will trust me. Go ahead, Brent. I'm gonna go get a drink.
0: All right. So, the Xfinity Series race. We have to just move on into that one. Uh, Ty Gibbs does not wreck anybody this time, and wins the Xfinity race in double overtime. It was largely similar to the truck race but uh much more messy <laughs> than the truck race was. And considering uh forethought we we had no idea how messy it was going to get because the cup series hadn't run yet. So
1: I, I was I was at Auburn Dale and at one point I heard there was five cars still in the lead lap. Uh,
0: ah no, it was more than that. It was that was an exaggeration I think. Uh but I think all the junior motorsports cars wrecked like most of them in the same wreck <laughs> they had a big yeah, i saw yeah. three at once they had a disgusting melee down the backstretch and all sorts of cars got tore up and i think Myatt snyder got wrecked twice or something i don't even know there was all sorts of chaos all over the place uh so it was what, a little what bit would messy. you
1: what would you have done if you were uh ryan sieg and you saw the fifty forty? you're inside there on the last lap
0: uh drove him into the uh hauler lot
1: <laughs> yeah i I'd have turned left
0: yep <laughs> but See i think he was he was more he was more um worried about finishing the race i think at that point because you're not going to block that run i mean no
1: he did the smart thing we would have yeah, done the he didn't
0: thing, but he, yeah no nah, i think we would have done the smart thing too keep the car on the racetrack out. and try to salvage the, you know the run is coming you can't block that thing i wouldn't i wouldn't
2: do the smart thing
0: <laughs> no, just drive across them.
2: Nope, there'd be a big old door slap, mm-hmm. and then there'd be grass guy, grass guy, grass guy. For Jesse would just give. Jesse
0: would just cowl him into the turn one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yep. If anybody doesn't understand the term cowl, go drive a race car. You'll figure it out. Well, uh,
2: especially because he owes it. he owes Gibbs one. I mean, oh, yeah, I think on, he's biding his time here, though. Well, what what so early. better what better time than to take a race one away, bro? Take one away in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going
0: to say, I, th-
1: I think he's probably waiting for a better opportunity.
0: He ain't going to do nothing. Probably not. Uh, uh, I don't but know. I wouldn't but put I... it past Ryan Sieg to not do something. So,
1: Yeah, he definitely has been one to stand up for himself in the past.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see because he had to be hauled off into the hauler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, we know what that means.
0: We'll see how it goes.
2: Touch the golden boy with the golden hair. Running out of the Yeah, business. but
1: uh if you're at the end of the season and your season ain't going to be shit.
2: I mean, we're talking NASCAR mafia here. Mm-hmm. This is mafia. You might,
1: you might accidentally knock somebody else in front of you into him at uh, Martinsville. And oops, got in a little too hot. Didn't mean to spit
2: him out. My bad. I wheel hopped. We'll see. He couldn't even take him out when he had the chance. So mm-hmm. we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So... I do want to note that uh, Landon Castle picked up a f- top five. He's been strong in that new equipment this year. He'll and
1: win races this year, I think.
0: I've been a big proponent of Landon Castle and his talents, and he's finally getting a chance to show them, which is really awesome.
1: Well, how much simulator time has he spent that when he was with Hendrick? Like The kid was, was just like Baldwin.
0: He was Jimmy Johnson's test driver. Like If Chad Knauss wanted to test something... He had Castle on the phone. They had a car loaded up in the practice trailer, and they were going to a track to test it. And Jimmy Johnson won everything. So, I mean, it's not like the kid's an idiot. He's, he's good, you know?
1: Yeah, no, Land- Landon deserves a good shot. He's a, he's a hell of a freaking driver.
0: Every race that he hasn't had some idiot problem happen to him, he's been top five, top ten in that equipment, and so has his teammates. So he's right there with everybody else. And he's also run junk forever, so he's still acclimating to this being able to have good equipment thing. But he's acclimating very well because he's an experienced race car driver.
1: Yeah, once he figures out, oh, this is how this is supposed to feel.
0: Yeah, just has to get back used to it again. Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt had a top 15 in that 26 car for, uh, I forget their name, but uh, John Hunter had a great run in that car too. So that car is really stout equipment. Um,
1: Right about where I expected Jeffrey to finish in it.
0: What's a? I forget the damn name. Sam Hunt.
1: Yeah, Sam Hunt Racing. Yeah. So not not the country singer.
0: I don't know who that is anyway. So
1: (laughs) apparently that was a thing back in at some point. The country singer and that got all mixed up because there was some legal shit going on. Never heard of him. (laughs) He's not good. Don't listen to him. (laughs) Yeah, I don't
0: care. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever you are. It's pro country. Yeah. That no, that's not real country. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, Derek Griffith will get a start in that car at some point soon, hopefully. Uh, I, know I think he's... you'll
1: see Derek run that thing inside the top ten.
0: Hopefully. That would be nice to see. Uh, I did notice that there was an ARCA East race on Flow Racing, and I decided to tune in for a quick minute, and I turned it off after that because I there think... Were probably it... six cars, right? Well, they were at five flags, and there was 15 cars. Yeah. So it's as soon as they take the green, you got two laps, they're strung out and it's like damn it you know this was one of my favorite series growing up favorites it was nascar mods and the knn or bush north whatever they were called back then i loved them and now it's like not even watchable i want to watch it i def i want to you know but
1: i'm going to say it again nascar ruined that series and what they're doing to the wheel and modified tour is the same thing they're going to do it again
0: Yep, and it sucks because I enjoy them. But luckily, we have all sorts of regional touring modified series that yeah. can pick the slack up, but still I mean, not the same. I'm
1: but. happy to see the Wheel of Modified tour in New Smyrna because yeah. I get to see all my friends and everybody come down for a little bit, but you don't need it. Yeah, it's those, just those guys. I mean, Doug Kobe didn't even come down. What does that say to you?
0: He's probably... I don't even know what he's doing this year. He hasn't even said what exactly he's doing this year. He's been very quiet. I, I would say he was going to run Staffordshire first. Yeah, he's, he's got his schedule Stafford out, but...
1: Track probably.
0: Like I said, he's got his schedule out, but I bet you any money that owning that car is really taxing. So it's probably why he's pegged it back a lot. So um, I just wish it was a lot better. I wish that it was more viable. The, the Tour is still pretty good, but... Bush North and k n East and whatever it is now, Arca East. I want that back because I loved it uh anyway, yep. so Sammy Smith won that race at Five Flags in Pensacola uh again, awful strung out, so uh moving on, we actually got to watch the IndyCar race for once
2: yeah
0: that was fun, although i yeah, really was- i'll be honest, I do not like them running at Texas because they paint the shit out of the racetrack with PJ one for cup cars. And that stuff doesn't just go away. It's still there. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: You can never run out of that shit. They're
1: done. You
0: can't, you really can't run an Indy car on PJ one. It is like, it will not stick. No, it's like rally cross. It's just, it's Mm -hmm. all the marbles kick up into it and stick there. And then they're really grip dependent and they don't have it. Then they're screwed. Like, Indy cars react perfectly on an untouched racetrack, you know, because they're built for that. They're built for no prep, right? And I want
1: to know what Jimmy Johnson's pucker factor was there at the end of the race when he ripped it around the top.
0: Oh man, that was ballsy.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not going to end well.
0: Yeah, there were a couple pretty nasty wrecks there towards the end, like uh, that rookie taking Alio uh, and uh, what's his face three Graham wide Ray Hall. Graham Ray Hall. Three wide wide in turn three. That wasn't smart. With a lot of laps to go. There was like 100 plus to go. That was was an
1: Indy Lights maneuver.
0: Yeah, that was not great. I mean, they're not going to... They react so fast, it's like by the time... If they even have spotters, by the time somebody calls that thing low, he's already in them. And they're already backwards and in the fence. Which I don't even know if they have spotters, because they have side pod mirrors. Do you even... I don't even know. I'm
1: pretty sure they have spotters.
0: At least on ovals, because I know they, they
1: have to have spotters.
0: Yeah, especially for stuff that's like wrecking in front of them and they can't see it. So, yeah, it would make sense. Because um, on a road course or something, you got corner marshals and flag wavers and stuff, and you got a radio for somebody, you know, for race control to tell. them there's something going on in certain corners. And uh, on an oval, I'm sure it has to be um, different. But anyway, the the battle for the lead at the end was. Phenomenal. I should get to that in a minute because I should mention before the race even started, Jack Harvey, uh, I guess he'd gotten into a practice crash and uh, it was a pretty hard wreck and officials did not clear him to drive, probably concussion protocols, probably something else um, before the race. So at like nine in the morning, that team was calling up Santino Ferrucci because he's available. And he's got a lot of IndyCar experience. So he wasn't even slated to run the race. He had no idea he was even going to be running the race. Guess what, kid? Now you're running the race in Texas. So he gets there, gets in the car, starts last. I think he finished like ninth. So (laughs) he had a great run. Not bad. I don't like the kid, but he had a great run. Hmm. He's another one of those Connecticut kids who never raced around here. Let me count how many of those there are. (laughs) <laughs>
1: a lot of them. The, the only one I won't give a hard time is Parker Klinger, Kligerman.
0: Why? I want Why? to give him a hard time. Let's give him a hard time.
1: He doesn't sit there and say, oh, I'm from Connecticut every time.
0: Yeah, there's like two Connecticut drivers that ever really, quote unquote, made it, who actually raced in this state. Ronnie Bouchard. He's actually, no, he was from Massachusetts driver. driver but it was, he raced in Connecticut. So I give him a little bit of a pass there.
2: Jerry Nadeau, Jerry, Nadeau,
0: Jerry Nadeau raced Lime Rock, which <laughs> technically road, counts. He's a road course driver. Yeah, he was. He got into NASCAR pretty late, so we got to give Jerry Nadeau that. I liked him. He's a really Parker nice guy. Parker counts
1: then if he raced, he raced at Lime Rock. So.
0: Was he a road course guy, or was he a more of an oval guy, or was he more like Jerry Nadeau, got into road course racing and then kind of just stumbled into NASCAR?
1: He was, I believe Parker was just a road course guy. I think he was a SCCA spec out I believe. I'd have to look it up again.
0: It would make a lot of sense because he is part of that ownership group that purchased uh, Lime Rock, so yep. it makes a lot of sense. So there's those guys, and then um, Ryan Priest. That's pretty much it for my list. You don't count <laughs> Whip City, or
2: Whip. Not on the what is it, the Meriden track, whatever it is.
0: Oh, shit. What, oh, you mean the quarter midget track? Yeah. No, because okay. everybody went through there. <laughs> Joey Logano can't claim it because he went to um, uh, Silver City. No, sorry, you can't do that. No, you got to race locally. And anyway, okay, so enough <laughs> enough bitching about that. Uh, so anyway, we didn't even I, get I was going to
1: say, what about Joe Graff, but I forgot he's from New Jersey. He just raced at Stafford.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of guys who lived outside the state and raced in Connecticut, and I'm just like, I'm trying to claim Ronnie, <laughs> it just didn't work. <laughs> Was he from Westfield, Mass, or what's it from? Where is he from? I can't remember. I it's Massachusetts from... somewhere, but
1: yeah, I don't remember Westboro or something.
0: He raced there, I'm pretty sure. But um, all right, so anyway, we were getting to the end of the IndyCar race, which I totally freaking blanked on. Now, the person who's come out absolutely swinging in the IndyCar series this year after having kind of a I don't know, a growing season. He was a rookie last year and he had like uh, decent finishes but nothing to scream about was Scotty McLaughlin. Now he was a V8 Supercar uh, racer, winner, might have been a champion in Australia Um, and he moved over to the because he was running V8 Supercars for Penske and then he got the call to come over to the States and run the IndyCar and I think he got a podium or a few podiums last year, but he started this season off and he won at St. Pete on the street course. And then he's absolutely dominating at Texas just out of nowhere. It's like he had a decent season, decent rookie year, and now win, dominate. He won. He led like, I want to say like seven eighths of this race. (laughs) He led a ton of it. And uh, he lost the lead in a side-by-side battle with teammate Joseph Newgarden right at the checkered. I mean, they were side-by-side coming out of four. Left traffic. Was that was a outstanding. It was such a killer finish. If you're not watching the IndyCar series, there's something wrong with you. They are awesome to watch. Or their marketing is not as good. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, but it,
2: you know, um, their,
1: their marketing does suck because I have to weekly go and say, is there an IndyCar race this week? When Look the fans up, have to search find, out yeah. for
2: it instead of being spoon fed, then it's not working. You have to spoon feed the fans, not have them search and, for it under a rock. Well, here's the thing. I it's...
1: follow IndyCar and all the drivers on uh-huh. Twitter and. know, yeah you ever see when the next race is. Well, right. I like
2: IndyCar too. I guess you I gotta
0: follow it's on. I guess you gotta follow IndyCar on NBC or something because they're the television network. So if you're interested in, in motor racing, follow the networks that they're on and then they'll tell you when it's on.
2: Well if it's on NBC, there's like five of them now because well, yeah, they don't like even US... have NBC sports. It's so dumb. Yeah, they got like USA. You drop the and... sports division and say, Okay, sort of go stuff. go run on True TV or
0: something. Like Oh, oh we're go. gonna put you on Peacock. You gotta pay five bucks a month to have yeah, it. Now. No, thank you. <laughs> dumb. But they, he and Joseph, uh, Scott McLaughlin and Joseph Newgarden absolutely battled at the end. Uh, And it was great because obviously their teammates are not going to do anything stupid. It was just a nice clean race to the end. Newgarden nipped him out at the line, and Newgarden won the race. I forget how many laps he led, it might have only been one. Um, but uh, it was that was just a lot of fun to see. They were very cordial at the end. Of course, they're teammates. No so. one
2: even knows who won the race, dude. Everyone's talking about Jimmy Johnson. Yeah,
0: because Jimmy Johnson had his first oval race. The
2: 46-year-old in, sophomore IndyCar driver.
0: Yeah, had his first ever oval race in IndyCar, and he finished sixth. And that's pretty damn good. And he went outside. <laughs> yeah, he was making people. passes in the danger zone. Of the freaking PJ One remnants that are li- still stuck to the outside, and I it's wish like, I, had to, I wish I had a soundboard queued up for danger zone.
2: <laughs> danger zone. Yes, yeah. it.
0: And he just just making ballsy passes. I really appreciated watching that. I mean, it was really fun to watch. It was good racing. I typically don't like watching IndyCar on. Any kind of oval except Indianapolis because it's kind of tough to watch. I mean it's like, oh God, someone's going in the catch fence. Uh yeah. so it's it's like, oh, I've seen it too many times. Just do it. You know Lana. you want to. Lana <laughs> Lana What?
1: Danger zone.
2: <laughs>
0: that show's amazing. I- Thank you.
1: I I do have to ask: Did either of you think Jimmy would finish where he did?
2: Uh, I'd hoped. I had an inkling he'd be in the top ten, I think, but not top near the top five. I mean, that's I figured small, he'd be like twelfth, eleventh, something like well, that. I I forgot who he was driving for too.
0: So he's driving for Ganassi too. That's what I mean, it's yeah, shocker. Not a bad ride <laughs> it's, it's so No, it's a good ride. But you know. I mean, it, when I your mean, teammate it's is. Gonna be-
2: It's going
1: to be interesting to see how he progresses with ovals. I think his progression in ovals will be way quicker than road course stuff just because he kind of understands what the car should feel like generally. I mean, you, you still know where that edge is.
0: And he knows the tracks.
1: Yeah, I mean, the car definitely reacts different than a cup car ever would. But
0: I mean, they're not going to race on an oval track that NASCAR hasn't run on. You know?
1: Do they go to Milwaukee?
0: NASCAR's run there before. I bet yeah, you, Jimmy has, Johnson ran has an ASA Gimmy. race there at some point. Ah, maybe I didn't <laughs> think in the nineties. you talk about. I like, didn't know
1: if he had run there with the Bush Series or something.
0: What are you talk about the
2: Milwaukee Mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Wisconsin State Fair. Yeah, I That's
1: like a that place. I, the Cup Cup Series doesn't go there. It's they go to Gateway.
0: No, no, nah, they're going to Gateway this year. Yeah.
1: Which is actually in Illinois, and everybody still thinks it's in. Click that, just Burton, see What that is? St. Louis, Missouri
0: says, major events, ABC Supply, Wisconsin 250. Well, that was
2: the last race they ran there was 2015. Oh, that was the
0: last one they ran? Yeah. Oh, well. I like the Milwaukee Mile. It's like uh, New Hampshire, but with character.
2: Yeah, that's a cool track.
0: So, all right. I want to know when the next race is, but uh, I set it to record on my YouTube TV automatically. So I just looked through my library, and I'm like, oh, there's an IndyCar race on. I can just watch it whenever I want. That's a nice feature to have. All right. So, um, yeah, Jimmy's top 10 definitely overshadowed the win because, eh, whatever. It's a good story. Uh, okay. So that brings us to the Cup Series race at Atlanta. Now, we had absolutely no idea what was going to happen going into this because this new car, new track, everything's new. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? I know they tested. I know they did some pack testing. But, again, no idea wheel force cars, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, I didn't expect it. I thought it was going to be... I didn't think they were going to go out there and be hammered down the whole way around like an actual super speedway, but apparently that's what SMI came up with was like a a one-and-a-half-mile super speedway that raced like Daytona and Talladega. And to be fair, you kind of know what to expect at those bigger tracks. They got a lot of room. There's a lot of vision. You can see more. You can do more. It's You're just kind of used to seeing pack racing and drafting there. I'm not used to seeing it here. You know what I mean? So that was all new. I mean, was it good or bad? I can't really say yet.
2: I have an opinion. You should. Okay, go ahead. This might take a little time, so I apologize in advance. Don't ever apologize because this is our show and we can rant whenever we want. Well, I also have good, to apologize. Because I have one too. I also have an apology for uh, this. Could be have some adult themes to it, so if you're actually you, apologizing for that. on So this show. if if you have a little <laughs> sensitivity issue, uh, Kyle, Karen, please step out of the room for next. Don't give few these minutes. people credit. So I don't want to hear any bull crap. Okay, so I just want to give you fair warning, but listen. This is ill this is my Atlanta analogy. Be an adult, people. You can't spell analogy without anal. No, you can't. So, that being said, racing, racing is like titties. Elaborate. All right. Everyone likes titties. Agreed. Young people, old people, heck, even a lot of women like titties. All right. Big titties, small titties. Well, Uh, even lopsided titties, you know, they're all good because titties are beautiful. (laughs) I think Phil's an ass man, but, you know, where's this going? (laughs) However, you know, some people don't get the formula right all the time.
0: Hmm.
2: All right. They have to mess with the formula. You know, they add this, they add that, move a little bit over here, nip, tuck. And before you know it, you have something that is you think is really, really awesome. And you're really out there and stuff, but it's really an unrecognizable monster. You ever see, like, those big-titted monsters that you kind of, like, curl your lip up and kind of step back a bit and go, oh, man, the fuck is that, man? You know, like, you wonder how the hell this bitch did get backache.
0: It's like, <laughs> a, it's like a really overfilled water balloon.
2: It's like she's smuggling soccer balls in her sweater. I don't yeah, really like want to, I don't want
0: to, I don't want
2: to, like... Touching or squeezing, I just want to kick them. <laughs> you know? That's mean. It's just, it's just like it's almost like repulsive. They're so big, you know.
0: Maybe misshapen and weird, you know. It's, it's like, just so
2: like, freaking weird. It's like, Ugh, like what God, happened? What is that? It's just some weird. And they got that thing. really thick scar at the bottom. It's like, ooh, yeah, you know. And and they always usually accompany like you know the big fish lips and you
0: know whatever. Oh, that Ugh, shit. God. Oh,
2: God. God. So the point is, is that. Real titties. Real titties are lovely.
0: No right? matter what they are.
2: Not some enormous plastic freak show that defies science, physics, aesthetics, of whatever, blah, blah, blah. I like the honesty of real titties, all right? Like God intended. <laughs> all right, so the, so the point is, because it does have a point.
1: Oh, good. Is We're it the to point that. or the
2: nipple? We're getting there, yeah. This is the nipple of the conversation. Yes. Good, all right. The same thing goes with racing. All right, that race at Atlanta was the equivalent of some monster forty-six du- triple E titties. All right, you know, but that it looks skin's like, got stretch marks. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna explode into a puddle of silicone. You can see the veins. Yeah, it's silicone and it's just gonna be a mess. All right, Ooh. and the thing is, is that this is something that SMI and NASCAR really, really wanted. It's something yeah. that they had their ideal vision form. All right so it, what their ideal form was flat foot ra- flat foot drafting lots of lead changes hey, yeah hooray but uh the whole field's within like a couple seconds of each other they they wanted to have daytona and talladega within a one and a half mile arena they've wanted it for years we all know this all right mm-hmm. it's just not like the real thing it's a lie people it's, it's dis- a gimmick. It's a gimmick. It's dishonest racing. It's the regression to the mean. It rewards mediocrity. I hate it. A team could work its butt off to put the best hot rod they have on four wheels, but they couldn't pass without drafting partner or distance themselves from the field. That's not a meritocracy. That's being in the right place at the right time, really. All right? It's not and, even strategy and, and half the time because you, strategy
0: you, didn't play out at the end. You just
2: hope you don't wreck. And the best team may or may not have even won. All right, the fans like racing. It's not a lottery, not those big, disgusting, veiny, veiny silicone-filled, <laughs> ugly-ass fake titties. Okay, so it always should be the best team, the best driver with the best auto control, with the it was best braking skills and car control, and you didn't see any of that at mm-hmm. Atlanta. You saw. Bake ass titties. That's it was, what you did.
0: It was an appeal to the casual instead of a reward to the diehard. That's what you saw.
2: Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? You're Karen and Kyle, you can come so, back in the room now. So Jesse, you read my Twitter today, then? I don't have Twitter, so no.
1: Because <laughs> you you almost recited, aside from the sexual content, the uh, breast. You almost exactly recited. You my mean comments the good stuff Twitter today? Really. Yeah,
2: oh, I'm scary, scary, looking. actually yeah, I that just, we're thinking like Nasc- alike, like that. NASCAR this
1: got the race they wanted. Yeah, the problem is the fans didn't get the race. The real fans didn't get the race they wanted. Yeah. Exactly what you said. They're going after the reality TV crowd.
0: But Phil, it was we exciting. Have,
1: it it was exciting. But, but it was but exciting. Talladega in Daytona, it's a gimmick. Just like <laughs> the Chase is a gimmick. That also chased off a lot of old hardcore fans. It's like... it Stuff like this is what stunted NASCAR's growth. It's gimmick titties. You not do this. That's what it I is. Will- so,
0: I mean, not to cut you off, but uh, this race really did seem to reward the casual fan instead of kind of rewarding the diehard fan. It was more of a gimmick in my mind than really... It's just tough to call, you know? It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you, you created this thing, and you're selling entertainment and stuff, but it's like it. good racing matters more to me. I'm sorry. It just does. And I don't know what you guys it, think, but it's... It
1: wasn't organic.
0: It's just not organic. And it's, it's almost dishonest racing, you know? And I was going to save this for later, but... Fabricated th- entertainment. <laughs> Yes, you say entertainment. Uh, I was gonna save this for later. I think we should do it now because it is on topic. Because uh, it, Jess, do you want to cue up the music, or do we not want to consider this to be the Darf comment of the week? Because, well, you know what? Why don't we just do it as a Darf comment of the week? Because it's not really a Darf comment, but we can consider it kind of. Meh. It's the best we got. It's as. Well, I think we might have a blanket term later, but we'll get get into that as well. Okay, so, Marcus Smith from SMI stated to Jeff Gluck that, excuse me, quote, This is a sports entertainment business, and we served up a really entertaining weekend of racing here, end quote. Now, I would like to draw the people's attention to a few key words here. He said... Quote sports entertainment business. End quote. And that concerns me. Trivia time. Do you know who is credited with coining the term sports entertainment? For life. And I want more, more. That's really quiet. And I'm of what came out of your demon-infested womb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here?
2: Nudie bar and and have a drink.
1: Come on, Sujir, so you're coming with me. Come on.
0: Oh, dear. I think, okay, so who is it, Jess? Who do you, who, it's unmistakable. Who is it? Who is it? Vince McMahon. Of course it is. The term. Let's, okay, let's kill that thing. I'm sick of Vince McMahon already. Okay, so the term, the term sport- "fabricated
1: anger" for fabricated entertainment.
0: Correct. For fabricated athletes, with their shirts
2: off and all oily. Oh, where wear these overalls.
0: Um, <laughs> the term "sports entertainment" was coined by World Wrestling Federation, or WWF, which is now the WWE. Chairman Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. What's his name? <laughs> and his name is John Cena. <laughs> That's loud.
1: God damn, headphone (laughs) listeners, beware.
0: Apologies to headphone wearers everywhere. Uh, Vince McMahon coined the term (laughs) sports entertainment back in the 80s as a marketing term to describe the industry of professional wrestling, primarily to potential advertisers. Now this concerns me because when I think of Marcus Smith... Whose company owns like half the racetracks that NASCAR races on, and is in deep ties with NASCAR? This tells me that they are more interested in entertainment than actual racing. Legitimacy, yes. Because
2: nothing says legitimacy than the WWE.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stop breaking
0: kayfabe, Jess. Stop it. <laughs> Only wrestling fans will know what kayfabe is. <laughs> I have no idea what that is because I'm not a wrestling fan, but I know uh, I I know it because I watched Dark Side of the Ring, so I guess I get that. But uh I wasn't a wrestling fan either, but again, you and Doug Curry, the only two people I know that watch that show. Oh, Dark Side of the Ring? <laughs> I know nothing. I know. I know nothing of wrestling, but it was fascinating to watch. It really is was. Is that
1: the one about The Undertaker?
0: No, Dark Side of the Ring is uh And I don't like Vice, but uh, it's a Vice documentary that's on Hulu, and uh, it's pretty fantastic. Um, It's a little bit uh, over the top, but it is pretty interesting to watch because it's it's you don't have to be a fan to watch it. But anyway, we're kind of off topic here. But again, um, listening to Marcus Smith say that he's selling sports, what's it called, sports entertainment? Or whatever the hell he coined. I already forgot. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm running on like zero sleep here. Uh, sports, entertainment, business. Okay, which is exactly the same thing as what the WWE said. That is concerning. It's, it's a red flag to me. Again, like I said before, it's telling me that they're more interested in selling entertainment than they are selling. So you want to make racing.
2: a instead of a documentary, they want to make a Michael Bay movie,
0: right? All the explosions. All the special effects. All the action. <laughs> oh, whatever you can pack into the race. <laughs> There's a tanker truck flying through the air. <laughs> all right. So, um, again, it's, it's questioning the integrity of the sport. You know? We... We can liken this to, I think Jesse told me this off air, uh, we can liken it to drag racing. This is true.
2: Uh, what? Yeah, What? Uh, drag racing has had an attendance problem for uh, a little while, and what is the most popular form of drag racing right now? No prep. No prep, particularly like street light laws. Yeah, things of that nature,
0: especially with the bump in like NPK, all that. Yeah, yeah, the bump that they've got from like television, like Discovery and stuff too. But oh yeah, but again, they wouldn't do it unless it wasn't popular. No, it's super
2: popular. And they, why is it popular? Why are the fans resonated so much with No Prep and Street Outlaws? Uh, why would you think that? Because it, because they could do the same.
0: Because it showcases yes. it showcases talent and ability and purity. Yes, purity. And because purity. You're right because they're not do it's no prep. Back in the... Is the
2: pure, You strip it down and you make it the most purest form of racing their fans are going to relate. Back in
0: the 50s and 60s when hot rodding first started, this is how it was. They went to abandoned drag strips across the country, mostly California and Midwest somewhere. Abandoned airstrips. They went to abandoned airstrips, especially Air Force bases because it was post-war and they didn't have any use for them. and um, Post-World War II, that is and they took their hot rods down there and saw who was faster. They didn't have PJ1 or track prep or stick them or whatever the hell you want to call it, maple syrup. Who the hell cares? Molasses.
1: They had bleach and Diet Coke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's <And
1: right>. they... <laughs> or co- Coca-Cola, not Diet
0: Coke. Cocaine, right. Um, <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> <laughs> it. But they, yes, they just went and they ran, and the only prep that they had was the rubber on the surface. And when you've got racing like that in its purest form it's entertaining it's honest It is. yeah it's very honest people like executives higher up in NASCAR don't understand that people like us can see things for their dishonesty like we can see when they're dishonest we can see because we remember when racing was more pure and we do stuff that is much more pure on a local level so when you're shooting something like this race and you've got you know, these packages and you know that the track has been prepared and put together this way for a specific reason so that they'll race this way and they put the package on the car that'll make sure that it keeps them all wound up and all tightened together in a pack so that there's more close racing and more action and more lead changes and this and that and more- uh, More, more f- fabricated entertainment? Right, but it's also more of a reality for uh, action and crashes, and you know. I don't want to watch reality TV.
2: I want to watch a freaking race. I don't want to watch a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, I want to watch a race.
0: Yeah, I don't want to. It's it's inorganic and dishonest to re to remake a track that you know was a lot of fun to watch when the pavement was still good. I mean, when the pavement really went to crap, then, yeah, it kind of strung out. But the, you got to remember, the car packages also sucked. Because if I wanted race. to watch
1: dishonest and inorganic fabricated racing, I'd watch Days of Thunder.
2: Yeah, that's right. a good call.
0: Yeah, like, uh, oh. Uh,
2: yeah, watch Days of Thunder.
0: Like someone getting a bump draft and their hood blowing off, and then they spin wildly out of control. They legitimately
1: <laughs> created something to get views. That's all they Aldo did. Aldo Benedetti, like he
2: went for a ride. He, yeah, he yeah. sure gave Rowdy Burns the finger. Ooh, yeah. yeah. He was own
0: impressed. Suck it, Aldo S- Benedetti. Speaking of
1: that movie, I heard the other day that Dale Earnhardt Sr. was actually approached to play that entire role of Rowdy Burns and turned it down.
0: I believe so, yes.
1: God, that would have been awesome.
0: Yeah, but he's not an actor, so... And it was also... I know, yeah. but
1: god it would have been cool yeah but
0: rowdy burns with what's his face as the actor there oh that's guy on walking dead what the hell is his name
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah no, michael know. rucker yeah, him. Rooker? Yeah, michael Rooker. Yeah. yeah he was really good so i don't yeah, care he, he was good really good
1: oh he, yeah he's good in everything he does yeah. but still to have dale earnhardt it would have taken that movie to an even another level higher than it already is but again anyway off topic
0: <laughs> that's fine but again, um were we even on top? Story topic? of our lives. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> but again, I just don't, I don't appreciate dishonesty. That's, that's why right. I go to short tracks because it's still honest. That's right. Is it? For the most, well, it's a lot more honest. Let's <laughs> well, be fair. Well, maybe
1: maybe the on-track product is honest.
0: Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, the on-track yeah, product is more right.
2: Honest. It's still a giant club, and we ain't in it. But you know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's still. That's but perfect. we're not specifically calling out
0: any tracks either, good God. No, Jesus Christ. Thanks everywhere. We so, don't need our DMs filled a, again. A race did occur, <laughs> since we're on topic. A race did occur at Atlanta for the Cup Series. Uh, and William Byron won. Uh, so he went out and won on Saturday in the super late model for the uh, Easter Bunny 150 at Hickory. And then he went and won the Cup race. So he had himself a damn good weekend. Um, he's won a lot more. I mean, I think that's the third Hendrick car to win this year, if I'm not mistaken. I think all yeah, that's but, left is Chase Elliott. Yeah, Chase Elliott's just sitting there like, God damn it. He's waiting he's for next up. week. He's waiting for the road course race, which yeah. is at CODA next yeah, week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I would. I can't wait to see what CODA gives us when it's not raining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> not glad, bring that up. <laughs> I'm glad they got a good weather <laughs> forecast this week. But yeah. I oh, that, that was bad. Least.
0: That I was the, shut up. That was one of the worst races I'd ever seen because of the rain. It was like, oh, it's awful. Uh, it was
1: entertaining for about a half a corner.
0: Yeah, and then it downpoured, and guys were almost getting killed. I'm like, yeah, this no. isn't cool. So anyway, um, Bubba Wallace had a great run. He had himself positioned for a late charge and a shot at the win uh, until pack racing in desperation from drivers behind killed that run, and uh, nobody was able to challenge for the lead after that. Oh, uh, you mean
1: he wasn't the one that wrecked? Someone wrecked him. Yes. Okay. He got kind I of just strung to clear out. That out because all the darfs on Twitter every time he wrecks, it's his fault, no matter what.
0: They're just closet racists. Ah, crap! I sound like a liberal. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: <laughs> you don't have to agree with his politics.
0: I don't agree. And, and, I don't care either. You know, yeah, he, can, yeah, he can he can say whatever he wants. It's America. Go ahead, go off.
1: It is what it is.
0: Yeah, don't care. He drives a race car. Fine cool
1: is he a cup driver probably not but he's also got more truck wins than a lot of drivers
0: he's a lot better than most of them so we'll definitely
1: we'll, got a lot more truck truck wins than the uh the darfs
0: yep <laughs> sure does all right so moving on um to elaborate on how tough these new cars are because uh when you again we were kind of speculating that when you crash them they're gonna be hard and a lot of guys are saying yeah top hardest hit ever and Wallace said yeah that side impact was the hardest hit he'd ever had Uh, these cars are really stiff Uh, but they're also really resilient because (laughs) uh, Ross Chastain essentially wrecked earlier in the race he tried
1: to move the the wall out of Hampton (laughs) County
0: he was he was in the parking lot he wrecked so bad coming off a two and he finished second and Corey Lejoy did the same damn thing because he was backwards and airborne in the infield, all four tires off the ground. And he finished fifth. In fact, I think both the track house cars were top five. And they might have... I don't know if they finished that way. I forgot. But they were top five, like, all day. And that might be true because I know that Bubba Wallace wreck was with... Um, I think Suarez might have got pinched or somebody got pinched He got run by into him. by... Uh Blaney. Blaney had a run, and did he are gonna kind of pinch him off. And
2: no, he hit him square. It's just he couldn't whoa up in time before oh, running okay. getting run into. All right, yeah,
1: because so... they got the super speedway package, and you lift out of the throttle.
2: There's no nothing breaking. <laughs> yeah, nothing happens unless you stomp on the brake, and then by that time you get run
0: over. Yeah. Hey, so... how
1: many how many guys got beached with flat tires this week?
0: Uh, none, I believe. Oh, imagine that they figured it out. Oh, isn't that weird that they actually could iron out problems? That's weird, isn't it? You know, like, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, new car's stupid. Race NASCAR fans.
2: Oh, my gosh, these sucks. Yeah,
0: yeah <sighs> guess what? They fixed
2: it, the dummies. How about the tires, anyway? What do you think about the tires? Uh, I have no problem with
0: the tires at all. I,
1: I think if you uh, the keep idiots. the pressures in the camber within spec,
0: <laughs> yep,
1: you might not blow them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not a tire problem. You know what? Why don't we cue the music again? Because I think we actually have a Darf comment of the week this week. There we go. It's going to be a blanket... Oh, okay, you cut the music. (laughs) Because... because, A blanket Darf comment of the week. So um, we're just going to give this one to everybody who keeps blaming uh, Goodyear for the current tire issues. Because it is the team's fault who blows the tires uh, for having their blowout problems it is the team's fault because they're putting too little air pressure and too much camber in the tires for speed and it wears them prematurely and they blow out end of story that is exactly what's happening
1: and it's not like we haven't had this issue for years anyway
0: yeah same issue applies nobody ever said anything when the old tires would blow out because guys were putting too much camber to them they would just say oh an idiot they didn't set the car up right
1: yeah because it was a 15 inch tire and nascar fans weren't ready to burn down the church
0: yeah because and also they're also crying wolf over this freaking unilug shit too oh they have wheel problems falling no the crew has wheel problems because they're not putting them on properly all the other guys don't have that problem
1: in (laughs) fairness i I did see something that kind of made sense that It being the same wheel and lug and stud and all that stuff as IMSA if you look at an IMSA pit stop it's a lot more a lot slower because 90% of the time it's driver change so they got some time to take the wheel off put it back on make sure it's seated it wasn't designed probably necessarily to slam it on there real quick and run
0: wait so you mean to tell me that after all this bullshit with five lugs to one lug and all the crying wolf and all the sky is falling bullshit, you mean to tell me that pit crews still matter?
1: Stop oh, it. Yeah. Shocker. Get some help.
0: Whoa, that's weird, isn't it? Pit crews still in, matter.
1: In NASCAR, I think on week two, they made it legal now to to clear, do some clearancing of some sort or whatnot, and we really haven't seen that problem since.
0: Yep. They said There's a couple all right.
1: of the smaller teams that didn't get it done right away, and they had the wheels falling off. I think Spire, Corey Lejoy had one fall off.
0: Yeah, I think uh, um, the 31 Reddick, car had two yeah, of them come they off. they had
1: one fall off. But I think some of those teams had issues for a little while, probably because they're on lower budgets, and they already had their inventory of wheels and didn't want to go buy new stuff or whatever they had to do.
0: They would have to go through and modify literally all of them. So, um, so anyway, also, I wanted to add this in there. I am incredibly sick of hearing media members who have never had the stress, I mean pleasure, of owning a race car or driving one regularly. I wish they would shut the fuck up when people like us air concerns about this type of racing, the amount of attrition, the inability to pass without help, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, whatever, however these cars raced, okay? And I actually have a new segment that is not going to be weekly, so don't ask for it. It is the barf comment of the week.
2: (laughs) I don't have music for that.
0: I know we don't have music for it. Okay, I guess this is the barf comment of the week. Nobody's questioning me why I'm calling it barfed. Why is it the barf comment of the week? Well, I'll tell you when the music stops.
1: (laughs) Please make it stop. (laughs) It
0: is pretty bad. All right, so barf, not darf, it... B, BARF is an acronym, just like DARF. DARF is dumbass race fan. BARF is based-ass race fan. Based-AF. Yeah, based-AF race fan. Based-book. Um, now, we had a submission from a listener, and I didn't want to, like, skip over it because you took the time. Um, uh, I won't mention your name. You know who you are. I just don't want to point it out. Because we didn't use your, your suggestion because, well, this was in response to. A, I'll I'll get into the barf comment. Okay, this is the submission for the Darf comment. I'll just get into this first. Uh, it was in regard or in response to a story on. You remember the, the story about Michael Jordan's comments about NASCAR and ad revenue profit sharing with the teams and stuff for future viability and stuff like that. Well, somebody had commented by saying, "What do you what do you want NASCAR to make a deal with China like the NBA does so the players make." all the money off a communist country and slave labor. That is, If that's the case, everybody will stop watching it altogether. I'll give him a DARF award for using zero punctuation. But he's not really wrong about the NBA (laughs) making deals with China. That's actually pretty true. (laughs) It's their most
2: popular thing. They watch action movies in China and basketball.
0: And you know a lot more about the deal that the NBA made with ESPN. So,
2: oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. ESPN in two thousand six or two thousand seven, the rays for the NBA were in a the oh. toilet. They're in the absolute toilet. So they picked up ESPN, picked up the rights to NBA for next to nothing, and they were able to secure rights to future media such as streaming and everything before even streaming was really that much of a thing. Oh, it
0: was a killer contract. And they, oh, for they ESPN, basically
2: owned. <laughs> basketball and any kind of media distribution rice to and they it. So, still essentially do so guess what happened after 2007 whenever you watch sports center they're going to shield the nba every single time because they had a lot invested in their product they own it
0: lebron james so <laughs> anyway out. so yeah stop we stop it get some help so we again that's I'll, michael jordan i will give him a darf comment for being a little bit off topic because i don't think nascar would have to go to that extent and he definitely didn't use any punctuation but he doesn't win the award this week so uh mr Miner, i do appreciate the submission and i love listener participation thank you very much um and i love the fact that we are getting some responses we had two this week that's awesome for our more little sh- give us more yeah give it you know we're going to use it um So anyway, I'll get on to the barf comment of the week because this goes with what I just said about media um, giving us shit for having a constructive uh, criticism comment or a little negative comment. Now, obviously, if you look at us with the new car in the Cup Series, we have not really been negative about it at all. The racing's been fantastic except for phoenix but phoenix sucks for atlanta. pretty much everything and atlanta phoenix
1: is just a track problem
0: yeah it's not it just doesn't race well Any, nothing races well there arca doesn't race well trucks don't race well xfinity doesn't race well every every excellent finish you've ever seen at atlanta or not atlanta at uh, at phoenix has been a late race restart or green white checker that's it
1: and the Again, a gimmick. They had to fabricate entertainment by doing that dog leg in the start-finish line.
0: Yeah, and letting you drive down into the pits or the motorhome lot off if the you damn racetrack. If you're going to do that kind
1: of shit to a racetrack, just bulldoze it and build something new.
0: Put it back the way it was. It was fine before. Put Indy cars back there. <laughs> <laughs> Send Let them go off there. the track. But anyway, I am bringing up the based-ass race fan comment of the week. This week... The first ever barf of comments. <laughs> I can't get over that. Goes Can you get to, it out? It's <laughs> <you, okay. laughs> the barf comment. <laughs> it's so bad. It goes so to bad. a buddy of ours, which who I will name Redacted, as he deleted the tweet. <laughs> Since he was... He's a NASCAR insider who works for one of the top Cup Series teams. Um... The tweet was in response to what I just expressed disdain for earlier. Obviously, I'm not going to name him since he deleted the tweet. Um, The media and all the executives in the sport taking an all or nothing, with us or against us, denounce you or support the opposite approach to constructive criticism. He said, and I agree with him wholeheartedly, we've reached, and I quote, We've reached a point where any constructive criticism is pessimistic. Criticism is taboo oh, I'm sorry, let me restart that because I just read the wrong line. <laughs> We've reached a point where any constructive comment is pessimistic. Criticism is taboo. You either agree with the decisions being made, or you are concerned or considered narrow-minded and negative. It, uh, if everyone defaults to agreement, where is the integrity? This is not a healthy situation. I could not agree more. It sounds
2: an awful lot like social media is, is dictating the narrative of how people communicate with each other uh, throughout the entire landscape. Yeah. Basically, that's how social media runs. He's
0: absolutely right, though.
2: But he, and he's right. I, I agree with you. You
0: absolutely cannot have a healthy or constructive conversation if you think any criticism is a full denouncement of anything you've done
2: the time for arguments it is over and it is now it's time for shouting and p- finger pointing
0: mm-hmm. and throwing poop on each other the like whole games. idea the whole idea of denounce or you support is more divisive than it is constructive there are so much more to it than simply yes or no opinions seriously any that goes for anything you know it goes for anything. If we bring up the fact that we don't like the racing, people will say, well, it was entertaining. It's like, well, that doesn't make it good racing. That just makes it entertaining. <laughs> You're missing the point. Train wrecks are entertaining. Train wrecks are entertaining, but people die in them. Air crashes are entertaining. Yep. And people die in them. People die in them. Right. And that's What's what we're concerned good. about. We're concerned about the people dying in these destructive things, not. The fact that it was entertaining. L.A. car chases. Those are entertaining as heck. Yeah, and people die in those, too.
2: people two. die. You get <laughs> flattened, man. Or shot or run over, you know? Right?
0: But it's not good. Right, Phil? You like watching train wrecks. Yeah. You just don't like it when people die in them. This race was a train wreck. Oh, sometimes I do. Well, it depends on who's depends in it. Depends on it, yeah. uh <laughs> This race was a train wreck that people died in. <laughs> We're worried about the people dying. They're worried about entertainment. Marcus Smith himself said that they are in the sports entertainment business. He was worried that it was going to be entertaining or not. It was entertaining. That's it. End of argument. Apparently, in his mind,
1: racing was never made to be
2: sports entertainment.
0: No, racing is a competition. It's a competition. Whether you'd There's like plenty to, plenty of
2: entertainment within the co- within the yes. competition. Yes, there
0: is. It's organic entertainment. When it's organic. Right. Not when it's fake. It's supposed to be organic entertainment. However, when you do this, like creating a super speedway out of a mile and a half track, narrowing it up so that it's incredibly tight Mm -hmm. quarters and you make the pack tighten up, what do you expect is going to happen? It's going to be a train wreck where people die. But you're more interested in the train wreck than the people dying. It'll, It'll all come out at the end. I hope the track wears in and this goes away.
2: (laughs) Well, I hope they take some spoiler out and go to the four-inch spoiler. Yep.
1: Like I said before, it's not sustainable.
0: It's really not. And I understand, you know, some people were coming at it with a different viewpoint, and I do want to touch on that because it would be unfair to leave it out. They came at it as, you know, the track's going to be incredibly fast. Remember 1997 with less banking you know, oh, Jeff. Jeff, Bodine Jeff Bodine went going, going just... hundred and ninety-seven mile an yeah, hour right. average, but you know what? Yes, I'll never. They be still broken. raced it the way it was. They still raced. I don't it. think he won the
2: race. I don't think he did either. <laughs> so how's that for organic?
0: So it's. I mean, you, I get it. They got all these new cars. They want to try to keep speeds down on this track because they're worried that they don't know what's going to happen with tire wear. They don't know what's going to happen with, you know, the new cars. They don't know. So they basically aired on the side of, this is their opinion, they aired on the side of caution to keep the cars slower. That created pack racing. That's just how it happened. I don't know. Honestly, I think it was done more with entertainment in mind. I don't believe that. And we're watching a train wreck where people die. (laughs) And we're watching. They
1: knew exactly what they were going to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I believe they knew
1: exactly what they were going to do. I believe
2: well, they'll crunch the numbers and we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I believe that part of it.
0: We're at an hour twenty. I told you we were going to make it. You know, we're at an hour twenty, and we had to go back and redo it. Yeah, look right, behind the curtain because, <laughs> sorry everyone, but which you means we're even, probably at an hour forty. Yeah, they probably time. they probably wouldn't even know because <laughs> the miracle of editing. Oh, they know we, we, we suck it, at the beginning. and suck worse at the end. So seamlessly. Anyway. <laughs> Behind the curtain for you, but again, yeah, I, I agree with everything that uh, Mister Redacted said, and his name will be classified. So uh, you win our first barf com- barf comment of the week. Uh, I am so sleep deprived. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So Jesse, you know what I'm gonna bring up to close this show out.
1: <sighs>
0: it's the first time all year long, I get to bring this up because it's my show, and I am going to bring up the Formula One race. <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> just play it. Really, we can't can just... You...
1: Is that your wife it I can hear taste. laughing in the background?
0: <laughs> yes, it is her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that movie. I,
1: I will say that F1 race did not go as I expected.
0: It, you know what? They're doing exactly the same thing as Cup. They've got new cars. Jesse's leaving. They've got 18-inch they wheels like NASCAR did. They've got new cars. Different people are up front. It was really entertaining to me. Uh, yeah, I wonder
1: if the fans are complaining about the 18-inch wheels on the F1 cars.
0: They're different. Uh, it was fun because nobody knew what kind of tire strategy was going on because it was a uh, different tire size and it was it would react differently. So they had no idea what, what strategy would play out best. They, they were had on,
1: guys starting the race on scuffs.
0: Yeah, and guys on softs, guys on mediums. I don't think anybody went to hards until like halfway through. And some yeah. guys made like four pit stops. I think Hamilton made like f- four stops.
1: Let's, let's talk about Mercedes for a minute.
0: Oh, Mercedes dominant for what the last decade? And, and they the were... only
1: reason they were even close this week is just luck.
0: Yeah, because Red Bull and Alpha Tauri, who is basically Red Bull, all broke. <laughs> they broke. Um, Charles Leclerc dominated for Ferrari. Both the Red Bulls encountered problems late, scored z- zero points. Did you notice That's that Max Verstappen... Polar. Yeah, did you see Max Verstappen changed his number? It's such a douchey thing to do. I don't know if it's an FIA thing that you have to do this, because I know it's not, because Lewis Hamilton didn't do it. Um, He changed his number to one this year <laughs> from 33. Oh, you're a douche. I know in the AMA they do that for whoever wins the title on motorcycles, but... Such a douche thing to do. So they Ferrari finished one two with Carlos Sainz finishing second. Charles Leclerc won. I think it was his third ever win. Um, Lewis Hamilton finished. He rallied to finish P three. George Russell debuted for Mercedes in P four. Kevin Magnussen was brought back to Haas. He was that last minute replacement for Nikita Will spin or uh, maybe spin.
1: Always spin.
0: Always spin. He finished fifth for Haas. Scoring points in Formula One is huge for these teams with the profit sharing thing. Oh yeah, so it's huge. Like if you don't score points,
1: and they (laughs) genuinely had
2: good speed,
0: they were good. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. That's all I'll say. Where are we at?
2: Hour twenty five.
0: You know what? If you're a (laughs) motorsports, if you're a motorsports fan, watch the Formula One race. It's on ESPN on Sunday mornings. There's no commercials. And yeah, new- I did
1: notice that this week. I guess I'd never noticed that before. No, it's no
0: on British television. It's it's simulcast from Sky Sports, and British television does not have commercials. So it's like I get to watch the whole race without being interrupted or missing anything. And Jesse's going to bomb the show Blackburn! if I don't hurry this up. All right, I think we're done here. What do you think? <laughs> He's all done with Formula One talk. All right. You can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find it on Instagram, at MakingLapsPodcast. Facebook.com slash MakingLapsPodcast. Uh, we'll be back on YouTube sometime in probably late, late April or May or something. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Brent gleason one You can find me on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Gleason. You can find Phil at...
1: You can find me at at PJ's Racing on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube.
0: You can find Jesse at.
2: (laughs) Be gone, fuck.
0: Fair enough. All right, boy. I was going to suspend you from the show this week because you can't stop saying bad things in the microphone. However, I'm giving you one last chance.
2: Okay. How
0: do we end the show and do it properly without mentioning anything else? Don't play the John Cena sound either. Just do the end of the show and do it properly. You've done the same joke every single week. Let's just do it right, please. I'm begging you.
1: Keep the Durside Downs. Keep the Durside Downs, the Thank you for listening. Suka <laughs> Okay, that was good. That's winner,
0: okay, that's, that's a good one. A good one. Oh, he's now he's tangled in the headset. Alright, everybody, thank you all for listening again. I appreciate it. Oh, by the way, um, I shouldn't end the show without giving you our other handles. Uh, you can send feedback to making podcast at uh, gmail.com and you can send us voicemails to anger.fm slash making Okay, now you can go. Thank you very much. What
2: do I do, Lord?
0: I destroy the child,
2: corrupt them all. This is their plan, people. These are demons.